What up, world? Welcome to the J-Bone Show. My guest on tonight's show, Louisiana rapper Reginelli. He's about to call into this show. We're going to talk a little bit about his upbringings and music. Uh, the controversy he had to go through at such a young age for a new artist, man, by being signed under No Limit Records. Uh, we're going to talk about that whole drama and how that unfolded. We're going to talk about his life after No Limit Records, where he's going with his music right now, the goals he's got set for 2021. We're just going to get to know Reginelli through the J-Bone Show while playing his music. Like we always do on the show, man. You already know how it goes. Uh, before we get that conversation started, I just want to give a quick shout out to OG Tech. Thanks for putting me on with Reginelli tonight, man. Appreciate the connection. It's one team, one mission. That is the movement. Um, check out OG Tech on Facebook. Like I said, I appreciate it, dude. Um, we're about to take the call right now from Reginelli. But before we do that, here's a track from him. It's called Can See. You're hearing it right now on the J-Bone Show. Sam C shit. Life after No Limit Records, No Limit Records. Deluxe, Deluxe. Oh, the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm be on fam, I'm be on fam. Sam C shit. Criminal minded, committed, minded, committed. Look, look, look. I used to hustle in front of stove all night long. Mom's up, worried to death. She thinks something wrong. I don't know what's going on. It's getting scary out here. I see a lot of niggas getting buried out here. The military out here. The whole world different. Preachers, which you're not practicing. We call it contradicting. Look, show me my opponent, and I'ma show you different. I rap ops like. Dreadlocks and I twist them. Please fall to forgive them. I'm assuming they know not. I know you niggas hate it. I made it. I'm in a donut. Stand up, nigga, for real. Going for nothing. Long as you go with a purpose, then you going for something. Yeah, I'm stepping up. I'm the next runner up the back. I give it to you niggas like Drake, nigga. Back to back. I pull up with 500 niggas. They dressed in black. I can't give you the real. I can't give you the facts. I can see the creases when they coming, so I iron them out. Like he apps in my little homie, you sign him out. I heard one of my ops went to jail, I had to bind him out. If it's up, it's stuck, nigga, ain't no coming out. I can see the creases when they coming, so I iron him out. Like he apps in my little homie, you sign him out. I heard one of my ops went to jail, I had to bind him out. If it's up, it's stuck, nigga, ain't no coming out. I pull up with that nick and that cannon like I'm wildin' out, I swear. I ain't got no understanding, fuck you talking about. I bet my nigga chalk him out, throw him in the past. Nigga scheming on my future, so I threw him in the past. Nigga say I done that bad, the way I done that shit. You come looking for beef, you'll get fed that shit. Yeah, the graveyard shit, you fucking right, we own that. Think it's a game if you want, nigga, oppose that. Whoever coming from it, player, please don't miss it. Cause that don't do nothing but get my trigger finger pissing. When my trigger finger itch, I'm coming through in the meanest with two I can see the creases when they coming, so I iron them out. Like he apps in my little homie, you sign him out. I heard one of my ops went to jail, I had to bind him out. If it's up, it's stuck, nigga, ain't no cobbing out. I can see the creases when they coming, so I iron them out. Like he apps in my little homie, you sign him out. I heard one of my ops went to jail, I had to bind him out. If it's up, it's stuck, nigga, ain't no cobbing out.
All right, welcome into the show. My guest on tonight's show, like I said in the opener, Reginelli from the Gambino family. He's about to make the call right now. We're going to get him on the line. Welcome into the show right now. Reginelli, man, you're on the J-Bone Show. Welcome. Oh, man, what's that, man? I'm glad to be on here, you know? Yeah, man, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. We're going to get to know you a little bit through the show, play some of your tracks, man. Just, just get to know you. All right. Right on. So first and foremost, tell me about yourself, man. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Right on. You know, it's an uptown area, you know, probably be familiar with. Right on, right on, man. When did you start making music, man? I started making music like around, I want to say, now about 11. Damn, age 11. Yeah. Wow. Well, I started right. What kind of uh, what kind of influences do you have in that? Did you have like, did somebody influence you to make music, to write like hip hop and all that? Well, um, so with the Slim, uh, my cousin, T, you know, he, uh, that's when I really took it serious when he started to know limit thing. Yeah. So I was like, I, I really was like, well, I'm because at first I was just writing and just trying to, you know, mess with it. But when he came with the no limit thing, I got serious with it because I felt like, you know, I could reach him. You know, that you know that was my cousin, so right. So that's how that, that's how that you know even he probably he probably him. influenced you pretty heavy too. That dude's a legendary figure in the rap game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he he, did. he the reason why I took it seriously. So was there like so getting into the game, man? Was there like a process of that, but or was it like since he you know had your connection was your own blood right there? Was it easier for you to get in the game? Was it still like a? Was there any type of struggle, you know, figuring out how to get into the the rap game? No, it was kind of like it was it was it was kind of easy. Um, from there, the struggle came afterwards. Like you know, like when I when I'm not with no limit, right? You know, really just doing all the you know the 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 work, the groundwork, and you know all kind of other stuff too. Yeah, so, the grind, the grind. What's going into it? It was because you know my brother was already he was already with P first and he pulled us in my brother looked at us right right you know they was on the body soundtrack him and um, one of the uh, dudes that was with the Gambino family uh, for you know the first time when it was just sleep and my brother and you know after they fell out that's where we came in at you know um, me, Fino and Melica you were about so when you when you signed with No Limit, you was like roughly what age fifteen, right? Yeah, I was fifteen, going on about to be sixteen. Damn, what a transition that yeah. had to be, man. I mean, I don't like, try to try to explain that the best you can. Like, what what was life like then? You know, signing with a major major record company like that because No Limit in in the nineties, No Limit was the top yeah. shit. They was the top of the game. Yeah. Uh, man, it was. It was it was it was a, a good experience. I'm 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 glad that I experienced that when I was young, you know, like you know. But it was a lot of um, you know, like like um, the school that we was going to in Baton Rouge. You know, they went to now you could drive cars here in school. You know, they have students that drive cars there. Yeah. But because that kind of cars, me and Malachi had. 
they didn't want us to drive our car there because it was drawing too much attention and we couldn't wear our watches to school all kind of they actually told you you can't wear your watch in school? Yeah, my rule that. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. And they this kept is... trying to use they kept trying to use like it, it draws uh, too much attention on, you know, on the school. This is a private school. Okay. So, so I don't know what they talking about attention. Ain't nobody knew we was going there but the people that was there. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't very public where you're going to school, especially at that age. Yeah, but I'm 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 kind of, you know, it was it was a good, a wonderful experience, especially being I was so young. Right, which really got you started, like, you you know, versus now. I mean, you got a long yeah. long period of time in the game now, so you yeah. got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I just said that I was like, because I was looking at um my catalog on Apple Music, I'm like. That's a lot of songs like I got already. I ain't much nearby um, since. Yeah. So, you know, and then I'm then I'm dropping something every month for the rest of this year. Every month for the rest of the year? Yeah, every month. Oh, right on, man. Putting in the work, man. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So explain the Gambino family. How did how did that come about? You know, at such a young age, what what really ignited that to be like a group rather than like a solo act? Like, how did that work out for you? Uh, like I was saying, my brother Gotti, he was the one. Like, he was like the head of a cool group, and he was like, you know, uh, well, he been wanted to pull me and Matt. like you know, three of us is Ken that was with the Gambino fan, right? Which is me, Malachi, and Gotti. And Fino was just a partner of my brother Gotti. So he pulled us three in after him and Sleep had fell out. Ferrazano, the one who who was on the body soundtrack with my brother on that Why They Want to See Me Dig. Yeah. And he passed too. So, you know, I'll send, you know, condolences to his family and everybody. You know, he passed not too long ago, I think like a few months ago. Okay. But that's how that uh they when they fell out, that left my brother solo. But you know, the main thing was we wanted to do the Gambino family thing. So by you know my brother had Gotti had talked to P about it, and we went to Baton Rouge. He came got us and brought us to Baton Rouge, and he was like, "Well, I had been telling P." I rap. He was like, All right, I'm going to check you out. You know, you used to always say, I'm going to check you out. And he, he told me that day when we went up there to the studio, he was like, run something. I, I rap something that I had always been working on. That was it from there. That's what's up, man. And it just kind of took off for you guys. Multi-platinum. Yeah. 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 How was it working with guys like that? I mean, these guys are superstars. You know what I mean? You know, Silk the Shocker, C-Murder. Master P, these guys are literal hip hop superstars, especially in that time, you know, in that era. What was it like just being in the presence of those guys, working with those guys? Was it, did you feel any type of pressure, you know, being around guys like that, or was it just straightforward for you? Uh, it was more like the only pressure it was, was the, you know, like, um, I know I'm going to try to go harder than whoever else on whatever song we on together. You know, that was the only pressure because I knew. 
you know, I know they coming with it, so I, I'm, I gotta make sure I come with it. But other than being around, you know, it was just like, it was like family, you know. Right. It was, it was, it was like on some family, it was a family thing. I could say that, but, and that's why I was kind of upset about the situation with the publishing and all that. You want to you want to explain that to the people? Yeah, when I say like publishing, I'm more like, you know, I never I never received no publishing or nothing off the Gambino family album. Okay. I didn't I didn't even know what publishing was. Right. Yeah, I was just about to say at such a young age, you probably didn't really have like yeah. a like a head in that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And 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 for for somebody to be like, you know, this part of fan said, oh, the artist messed up, or this, you know, or that, you know. But not not being all the way uh, truthful about what really, you know, what I'm saying the stuff that we didn't get, we didn't know about, and nobody was trying to. And I ain't saying he he was supposed to. He was obligated to too, but if you saying we're a family and we all this, we all we got and all this, then if you don't show nobody the game, I mean, I would at least show my cousins the game. Yeah. It sounds like it was more like, let me teach you everything you know, but not teach you everything I know type of situation. Right, right, right. It's a sad situation too, man. A lot of people get taken advantage of that way. You know, that's kind of a shitty yeah. thing. And it make and see by me. By me and Melika getting emancipated, that made me think like, well, this probably this probably was planned out like that. Because why would you feel the need to get your own cousins emancipated if you mean them good? Hmm. That's a good point. So you think it was kind of like a premeditated thing to be like, okay, if you can't, yeah. you got so, nobody to get the so knowledge you know, from. Right. Well, I, I from what I came to, I figured. Uh, by us getting emancipated, that means a judge made us legally adults, even though we underage. Right. So that way, down the line, if you know our parents feel like we didn't get what we were supposed to get, a uh, find out, you know, that we was taken advantage of, ain't nothing could be done because we was legally adults. Yeah, nobody could do anything about that. Right. Hmm. Interesting point, man. I never, I never thought about that. I mean, because I do my research on some of this stuff, you know, before I do these shows, and that's something I never really crossed my mind. That's a great point. Right, but <sighs> it wasn't just, it wasn't just us. No, you know, no artists under no line on their own books. Now, was there any talk between the artists like that? Like, you know, maybe we're not getting the right end of the deal here. Uh, the only thing was when when we had went, I think. When many people start really looking into it, because we had went like a year almost without getting, without no income coming in. But we was, everybody was steady working. And when it, when it, when it got too far down, you know, down the line, like when one month turned into three months, three months turned into six months, all the way almost to a year. Then everybody, then you know, not not everybody like something ain't right. Yeah, especially in a game like that, man, the rap game. You know, you people are thinking 
you're getting instant money like every day you're right. getting paid because that's the lifestyle yeah. right right when, when when it really wasn't like like that like we nobody had knew nothing about the business side of the music nobody knew the business nope and that's why that's why that's why ain't nobody you know financially straight right now because of Nobody knew the business until we, by the time we started learning about all that, shit, No Limit Records was No Limit Forever. You know, he had to change the whole, uh, the whole scene, you know, you know the whole thing, because he had to. That was the, that was the lawsuit was behind. Right. With, 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 with him and Beast by the Pound behind that year when they was started producing albums and all this stuff that still uh, doing features, even though they ain't getting paid, you know, we just thinking, you know, it's behind, you know, because we know the money ain't, as far as him having the money wasn't a problem. So right. we never even thought, like, damn, he, you know, maybe he playing games with the money. No, we just, everybody was just steady working. Like, you know, it's, it's going to come, you know, he's going And when it never came, that's when everybody went to, like, came to a hope. Stop. How did that work out in the end? Did everybody just come together and say, "Listen, we ain't getting paid for what we're doing. We're out of here." How did that? How did that unfold? Well, they had negotiated. They had. Uh, I want to stick. Servon was talking to Kel and Beast by the Pound, and he was talking to Pete. You know, like negotiating, trying to, you know, because everybody ready to just get past this and you know finish what we, you know, what we do. P P ain't wanna agree on Tapan. Uh Beast by the Pound we old. And and they ain't much want the whole they didn't they didn't they didn't even want the whole uh you know the whole uh bill that he ordered them for the they just was like, Well, if you owe us such and something, then give us just give us this and we could just move on with it. So you guys were actually willing to settle for a smaller price to just get yeah, your stuff yeah, and move yeah. on. And he didn't want to do yeah, that. Just to get he didn't want to pay that. So that's why it never it came back. They couldn't get past that. Which ultimately ended in a in a, a falling out of No Limit Records and everybody pretty much involved. Right. <clears throat> it's an interesting story, man. How you got any type of relationship with anybody, you know, in regards to No Limit these days? I mean, man, um, I talked to a couple of people, like, cause, you know, like, he is my cousin, so, you know, his family members on, um, they my cousins too, you know. Mm -hmm. So some, I talk to some of them and I, I don't talk. But uh, as far as artist-wise, the only one that I talk to is Popeye, Kelly or Popeye. You know, we been had a childhood, uh, I've been on him before the No Limit thing. Okay. But that's about that's about it. And I used to, um, Crazy used to highlight, you know, Crazy was supposed to be a part of the game, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's where, that's where him and my brother got it when went got, you know, the breather tattoos. Like, breather was a, was a sign of, like, how Pop had um, Thug Life. She, like, so they was using like breeder life. To, that was their little 
That's some interesting shit, man. I, I'm sure people are gonna do some research. They're gonna they're gonna go digging, you know, just to get the story. But man, I appreciate you talking to me about all that stuff. That's some that's some interesting stuff. My mind's going places, you know, because this is like in my childhood. About that time, I was about 10, 12 years old. So I'm you know I'm in middle school listening to this shit. You know what I mean? So uh, hearing it now, it's like damn, like you would have never known as a kid what was really going on behind the scenes. That's some crazy hey, shit. Hey, then I heard him. I heard him say. And uh, on, on the Chronicles, said if um, a person ought to be grateful for the opportunities or something, you know. So we, so just because I, I, I took that as you saying, because you gave us the opportunity, we just supposed to just chalk the money that we didn't get up. Yeah. It was almost like a like one of those slap in the face type things, but not you know. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without like without being a straightforward diss, it was like here you know right. you should be grateful you were right. even here type of thing. Yeah, yeah. What's good is opportunity I ain't benefiting from. Exactly, and I, me personally, I feel like anybody ahead the head of the table, somebody in that position, it's your responsibility to make a way for other people and give them opportunities to succeed. And if you cut that right. off before it's even possible. I don't really think you should be the head of the table, to be honest. So, I'm talking about I ain't supposed to be mad. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm going to say like I ain't. Yeah, I'm mad. That's why I, you know, I I spoke on, you know, the facts, the real. Yeah. Man, that's some interesting shit, man. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play a track from you. The track I'm going to play is called Yeah, Yeah. I just seen it on Facebook today. Actually, OG Tech sent it over to me. Some pretty good shit. Right, is right. this, uh, you want to explain this song to me? And this song was, um, but this song was, was towards, uh, another rapper that, you know, uh, I wound up catching the charge with and we wound up getting found not guilty on the trial, but I see I guess he saw my numbers up, you know, and he decided to try to cloud chase off me. And I had a, this was, I went shot a video in his project where he from. Really, to be honest with you, that's why I did that. Okay. That's what's up, man. All right, so we're going to hear it right now, man. It's called Yeah, Yeah, it's coming at you right now. We'll be back with Reginelli. You listen to the J-Bone Show. I'm that nigga with the fuck is he talking about? Soldier Slim, I won't hit a hole, no you clap. If it ain't real, it ain't me. My nigga told you that. 
you better believe A uptown nigga sold him that Dirty put that Mac, know your soldier shit on the map When it come to internet, I ain't into that Knee deep in the streets, bitch, I'm really living that I got family doing life, fighting, trying to give it back And it's free, all of my niggas tell they get my niggas back Niggas know how I'm coming, when you fucking with mine I bet I pump the party, like I'm partners in crime You better get you some business and stay up out of mind I'm only saying it once, won't be a second time When I step, my niggas step in two, like a second line If I up it, then I'm busting that, bitch, I'm slagging mine Fucking right, bitch, I tell the truth, even when I'm lying If you owe me, nigga, send me that, let me get what's mine, you know Second verse, then got worse than the first You people need to call up Rebirth And all the box of white t-shirts Cause I'ma knock your ass off No, I ain't the last dime, I'm the last dog And the streets know what's happening with me I was running on with a street When niggas was scared to come out That's word to my cousin C I'm praying they let a G out see niggas be running they mouth Speaking on my name I'm looking for him, he hiding But I'm on a nigga ass Ball him up like he golfing And throw him in the trash I heard they call so-and-so Sleeping with a fag I'm on fire, I'm hot And I'm cooler than a fan Understood, don't need to be explained. You understand? Stupid clown ass. Bitch ass nigga. Now you gotta see me. I'm that nigga with the fuck is he talking about? I'm that nigga with the fuck is he talking about? them just go up there and say these, you know, nice things and make P look like, you know, and I just be saying to myself, like, man, they just don't get it. Like, P is all for P. That's it. Yeah. So it's pretty much, these guys were coming to you with their frustrations in regard to P, and you were Uh like like their voice of the voiceless type of thing. Right. But I didn't do it because of that. So I just did it because, like, really, the last straw with me for me was with P was for the Essence Festival. My um, you know, my brother got it. Now he wound up getting a job in Atlanta. He moved, you know, where he was living. He moved to out of Katrina. He, man, P made him quit his job come down there for the essence fest because I guess he must have had told the people who over the essence that he he get all the artists there or whatever, I guess to get more money, you know, the old artists and that. You know, so he reached out to people. And he reached out to me and my brother. And um my brother told him on the phone, like, man, P if I come down there because he wanted him to come that Wednesday and stay to the I think till that Monday. So my brother was telling him, like, man, 
if I take over all them days, I'm going to have to quit my job. You know, Pete told him, come on. I got you. You know, you family. And so, right after the Express was over with, after he didn't need him no more, he took out. Wow. That's, that's, it's really, it's crazy for me to think about. Cause like I, like I told you, you know, before it's like P was like a, a, a public figure that like anybody that was listening to hip hop or rap, it was just like, that was the guy in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to yeah. hear somebody on the other side of the business say like, you know, this dude kind of took advantage of things. It's just, man. But if you so look rough. at, if you look at some of the people, if you look at some of the past, people that was that before me the issue always was the same thing hmm. with King George and them you know what you know it, it, it was always a money issue yeah money makes people do some crazy yeah. stuff man I mean I guess yeah. you turn, I mean, you turn yeah, on your own flesh and blood like, even with like C, you know what I'm saying? Like C express itself. We we kinda like the same. Like it's like P had the people that like to be under P and C had people the one that like to be that he messed with that used to be under him. I was always with C. Well, all of us really the whole time being family prime suspect. Um um who else? You know, magic, you know what I'm saying? Like like P and if you go back and listen to the song Magic made before he got into the accident that he did over the Eminem beat, mm-hmm. everything he, he saying is facts. He, he ain't lying about nothing in there. So did anything, anything come of that as far as like, because I mean, if, if people are out there just saying that he was doing all this shady stuff in regards to money, did anything ever come? Like nobody ever got any type of reimbursement for that. He's by the pound. God, you know they won the lawsuit. They, yeah. The No Limit Records, the No Limit Records catalog, Universal own it right now. Okay. They waiting. Everything was so out of, you know, as far as paperwork wise, nothing was in order. Like nothing. The whole catalog was, was like, it was all out of order. So they had Universal. That's why they never even put the music up on streaming services yet, because they have everything, everything not in order. Which is they, they got it. They had to go through every song that ever came out on the No Limit Records and, and go through and see who did the beat, who, who was the main artist, who featured on, you know, through every song. That's gonna take a long time because it was the volume of music was crazy. Right. There was new music all the time, right? And they didn't have digital, you know, that much like digital um, at that time. So, you know, it take a while. That's why as as they get it, whatever ones you see that you could go on the streaming service and and it come pop up, then mm-hmm. they that's they mean they got that one. Then oh, they got that one. That keeps that album straight, you know. But they putting it up as they leave because that's how they gonna make their money back off of the money that P left with. Right. Uh, man, it's a whole different side of the game, man. It's crazy for all you cats out there listening. You know, getting into the music business—that's something you gotta watch out for, man. Because yeah, you gotta learn. You, you gotta learn the business. I'm telling you, 
because it is it, it is just that at the end of the day it's a business and you don't you don't want to have your cards misplaced man because you'll you'll wind up right. in the wrong situation right man. and that's why that's why it's like um every album that ever came out on the new limit records he was getting the publishing for it up up until he he lost the catalog but he was getting the publishing on for everything Every album, man, that's crazy to me, man. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about your stuff now, man. Let's get away from the past because it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. sound like it ended too well. But Reginelli, now, man, let's talk about you right now in the current. What uh, you know, what's some new projects, new goals that you're looking forward to this year? I'm looking to just. Cause you, I, I feel like, I felt like I was held back because, you know, I, I started around the same time as Wayne, you know, um, even before some of the one, and I just felt like I didn't have that, you know, if, if I'd have had that right mentor, I'd be way on top. So I just had to learn a lot of stuff on my own as far as like the music business and, you know, the uh, the digital thing, you know, after I came home in 14, I was gone for a minute. So and then I got, you know, I had to, I really had to master the music. So the whole time I was in jail, that's, I was incarcerated. That's what I was, I was just mastering my crap. Cause I knew once I get out, I was gone. I, I had to hit the ground running like I ain't do a dick. And that's what I did. That's what's up, man. And then you said you got some projects coming out. You said every month this year? Yeah, I got, um, I'm dropping a project every month for the rest of this year. And then I'm going to come with the Life After No Limit Records Deluxe album. And after that, that's going to be a wrap on the No Limit Anything. You're just going to put that to bed for good? Yeah. yeah. Good, man. It's good. So talk to me about this. So we got hip hop. Like you said, you started at an early age, man. You know the business side. You know how it was back then. Talk about that versus hip hop today. You know, music music wise, there's so many different versions of quote unquote somebody's hip hop. Right. Is it, how how is it now compared to back in the day? Like talk about that a little bit. I would say it's better now. You know, as far as due to the technology, but. Um, I, I, I mean, you mean like as far as like the artists from back then to the artists now? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just you know, things that they talk about in the music, the way, like you said, the technology side, the way the music's made nowadays. Like, is it is it so much different or is a lot in the same? Because I know a lot of people say like, it's not so much different. We just do it differently. You make it a different way. Whereas, like, uh, guys it, that listen to it, it's like, man, this ain't shit compared to this back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it's weird. It's way different, like, as far as, like, but, you know, that's how that's how it is. Like, if you if you look at it, um, I could, uh, you know, at one point in time, the music was bling, bling, this, bling, bling, that. You know, then it, it shifts back to the, the club thing. Mm. Then it shifts to the, you know, the streets, 
know, G's and you know. So it, it it and then it switched to the you know, I ride for you, you ride for me, girl type. You know, it like the Ja Rule and so it, it gotta you just gotta be able to uh switch with it. Like that's where the that's where the challenge come in. Reinvention of yourself, man, changing with the yeah, times. You got to be able to change with the game. That's what's up, man. That's some knowledge right there. If any new cats coming into the business, you got to be willing to change, man, because it will change on you. Right. Right, so, for real. So what kind you of gotta, me, who do you listening to these days, man? Who, who's who's in who's on your playlist, your personal playlist these days? Uh, me? I don't even much listen to no other music. Like, every now and then, Oh, I listen to uh, I like Dirk New album. Mm. But I don't listen anybody that know me. I guarantee by the time you get out the car with me, you're gonna know all my songs. That's what's up. Right. That's and it ain't up. it ain't nothing like it ain't that I'm like all uh all the music they got out is trash. I just I I got enough music from under Reginelli and under the Gambino family where I really don't need to listen to them. Right. Besides, you know, I'm checking out somebody, something new. But I'm always trying to listen to mine and make sure, you know, like I listen to my song a, a thousand times before it get released to make sure it's how I want it. That's what's up. Man, so, all right, so before we close the show, man, what can we expect from you? I know you said you're releasing the songs later, you know, every month of the year. And then you got a timeline for as far as, as the Life After No Limit Deluxe and a new album or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I'm dropping the, the life. I'm dropping the project every month for the rest of this year. And January 1st, 2022, New Year's Day, I'm giving you the Life After No Limit Record Deluxe album. And then I have a project I'm working on that me and Chaotic, uh, he a rapper from New Orleans too that was rapping with Soldier Slim on the Soldier Slim page. He big down here. And, um, man, I'm doing a, a collaboration album together. Oh, that's what's up. We working on that. Yeah, so, well, then I got, uh, I'm on Young Jack, Young Forever, and Section 8. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, connect with everybody, you know, in the city that's, you know, that want to connect, you know what I'm saying? Right. I could really, you know, I really got the, I got the city right now. That's what's up, man. How is it down there, like the fan, fan base wise? I mean, like being here from, you know, Michigan area, a lot of these guys are just in competition with us. And I say that on my show a lot. There's too much, like, competition amongst each other rather than just working together. Is it like that? Is it similar down there in New Orleans? Or is, yeah. it, is it more of like a community based, like family, let's get this together type thing? Nah, it ain't. It's only a few that on one hand that I can see that's, that's like that. But majority of them, they just, you know, every, I, 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 I always say they, you know, they want to be the one to see. I got to sit there on my back up. I'm the one guy popping in my, you know, it don't matter. It's just, it been gone too long. Somebody got to bring it back. Mm. And, you know, keep, keep us lit. So I'm up. But everybody, like, 
everybody room, everybody like, yeah, isn't it? He, I see he, he they see I, I can bring it back. Right. And that's the, that's the advantage I had too, you know, by me being young, you know, it's not, it wasn't too uh, late for me to jump right back into it and, you know, and adapt to up I can rap anything. I ain't, ain't no such thing as a beat I can't rap. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I, I seen a I seen a social media video earlier on Facebook, and you were in the car, and you actually said like you could throw on a rock beat and I'll rap to it right now. Yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, you rock beat. I don't, I'm a I'm a I can rap and I'm a, I'm gonna make it out of it some kind of way. <laughs> That's what's up, no. man. All right, man. We're gonna close the show. We're gonna play one more track for you before we get out of here, Reginald. Man, I appreciate your time, brother. Anytime you want to come on the show, anytime you want to play any music on the show, you're more than welcome. Like I said, I appreciate your time, man, for coming on my show. Man, you already know anytime, man. Anytime you you can just call me, let me know. That's what's up, man. We'll be in touch soon. Thanks again for coming on the show. It's Reginelli, man. We're going to close it out with Mandatory by Reginelli. You listen to it right now on the J-Bone Show. Oh, yeah. You know. Reginella Gambino fam. Free Love Got It. Free C Murray. Free Mac. Free my nigga Nate. Free my brother Got it. You know. Yeah. Whole lot of 500 shit. Oh, Cloud Chase Nate. I got him. Look. Gotta keep it real cause it's mandatory. Yeah, I ain't no hater, so don't put me in that category. Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up. Got pop and gave a nigga old name up. Damn, gotta keep it real, cause it's mandatory. mandatory. Yeah, I ain't no hater, so don't put me in that category. Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up. Got pop and gave a nigga old name up. Damn, the smartest thing you did was get the fuck, boy. You a bitch, nigga, and you a fuck boy. Nigga steady searching for clout. I got some clout for him. When it comes to snitching, a lot of snitches are both for him. A lot of real niggas I know don't even talk to him. Nigga put their feet in that water, watch what the sharks doing. Yeah, I'm a dog, yeah, and my dog told me that. You a hoe, yeah, and your dog told me that. Nigga waiting for the rap. I was sending that lead out. When I catch you, I'ma stretch it, bitch. I'm leaving you laid out. Loose looks, sank ships, interviews too. You told them it was in the wall when they interviewed you. Remember H. When you was getting rawed out, you checked off. You couldn't live in a doghouse. When it come to pussy, nigga, you know what the dog bout. Screaming free all of my niggas till they let my dogs out. You know, gotta keep it real, cause it's mandatory. Yeah, I ain't no hater, so don't put me in that category. Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up. Got pop and gave a nigga old name up. Damn, gotta keep it real, cause it's mandatory. Yeah, I ain't no hater, so don't put me in that category. Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up. Got pop and gave a nigga whole name up. Niggas do more dick riding than them hoes do. You ain't crazy, nigga. Act like it before I expose you. Remember when you blew up my line, nigga? I told you. Keep mixing your
your business with mine What Nelly gon' do? Tryna blow up, yeah, I can make your dreams come true Got you feeling like you pop Cause you took a picture with Snoop I'm in the jungle every day With the lion, tigers, and bears When it come to real shit I swear I give you the cheers When it come to the streets I gotta give you the real You looking for a percentage I gotta give you a deal I been that nigga for real Who the fuck gon' question that? My niggas pull up with them lasers Like the men in black You know, thanks Nigga, don't be stupid Shout out to my nigga, be stupid R.I.P. the tuna, dizzy killer, slim and doing Fucking right up in the Jeep And I'm pretty sure you noticed it And when it come to shot You know Reginelli throw that shit Gotta keep it real cause it's mandatory Yeah, I ain't no hater so don't put me in that category Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up Got popped and gave a nigga whole name up Damn, gotta keep it real cause it's mandatory Yeah, I ain't no hater so don't put me in that category Clown ass nigga fucked his own name up Got popped and gave a nigga whole name up Damn Damn Bitch ass nigga you gotta see me. I don't give a fuck with you. I don't want to talk. I want to see you. Yo guys, it's J-Bone, and I'm always looking for new music to play on the J-Bone Show. So if you're a local artist, doesn't matter the genre, and you want your music to be featured on the J-Bone Show, all you gotta do is send those tracks to the J-Bone Show at gmail.com. MP3 files only, for it to be played on future shows. Can't wait to hear it. Let's go! (laughs) 